What's up, everybody, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Dr. Joey Kramer podcast. I am your host, Dr. Kramer, and this is a podcast for people who are seeking transformation. This podcast is for winners. It is for people who are looking for empowerment in their life to take control of their health and to move them into a state of success, a continual place to where they can continue to improve their quality of life spiritually, physically, emotionally, within their relationships, and most importantly, within their mental health. I hope everybody survived Snowmageddon. You know, it's really interesting to me to see all these people from outside the state of Texas suddenly become experts on the winter months and judge us for the disaster that we just went through. And it is a terrible place to watch our wonderful, wonderful country be so divided, so destructive, and so outright rude about anything that takes place. You know, I saw this really interesting thread in which people were talking about, hey, why aren't people looting all the stores down in Texas? And I started laughing to myself because we've come to a place to where the media wants to perpetrate this idea of division and this idea of destruction and this idea that we need to go out and riot. But then, you know, what does Texans do? They call their neighbor. Hey, do you guys need anything? You guys need some wood? Let's figure out how we can get you guys over here. Hey, let's go stay at somebody's house. We got power. Who needs some running water? You know, we got some of that. We got some of this. We have all these, these things. You know, we saw communities coming together. And suddenly it was like that whole stupid freaking virus didn't even exist anymore. We were back to some type of normalcy in this great state. And man, it was awesome to watch. I got chills just thinking about it right now. But that's neither here nor there this week because it's 80 degrees and sunny outside, right? So we are jumping in this week into a topic that has just triggered me over the last year. It is something that continues and continues and continues to really piss me off. And the topic is follow the science. I mean, what the heck does that even mean? We are going to be the party that follows the science. We are going to follow the science. Masks work. Follow the science. Vaccines work. Follow the science. Antibiotics work. Follow the science. Chiropractic doesn't work. Follow the science, right? All these nonsense statements that are perpetrated by our news sources, by our social media channels, by the outlets in which we consume um, information. And we can't even answer what the hell that means. What does it mean to follow the science? right? I think it is a fear-generating mechanism. That's all it's designed to do. It is designed to not only disempower you, it is designed to put you into a place of fear and to never, ever give you the hope that things will go back to normal. Their job and their goal is to keep you pressed under their thumb like the herd of sheep that we have become and never, ever allow that thumb to come off of you because they control the science. I mean, let's be real. Back in uh, March of last year, we were talking about 2.1 million people dead in a month, right? Well, that didn't happen. So then we started talking about the cases, right? Because cases are going through the roof. Well, 
Then all of a sudden the cases stopped going through the roof. So then we started talking about the death count. Well, then death count started falling off. Oh my God, we're having record cases. And then all of a sudden President Biden gets elected. And now we've had a 67% reduction in cases of COVID because the World Health Organization hates the orange man. They changed the requirements of the PCR test. And now we're back to talking about death rate. So what's the science? How do we follow it? Do we wear one mask or do we wear two? Do we get the vaccine or do we not? Is this good or is this evil? You see, I started reading this book this last week. It is a book called, um, what is it called? It's called uh, Taming Lions or something along those lines. Uh, Killing Lions is what it is. And it is a novel by the writer Sam Eldridge and his son in which they dive into the transitions that modern men face, right? And he continually compares this to a tribe of warriors in Africa in which men have to slay a lion in order to become men. Young boys have to kill a lion in order to become men. There is a transitional journey that we are lacking in America, meaning that most young men, when they enter the age of college, don't know what the hell they want to do. They have no clue what's going on. Their body is spiking the most testosterone they've ever created in their life, and they are on the hunt, and they are not hunting lions, if you guys know what I mean. And as a result, they get distracted. They get lost. They don't have purpose. They all of a sudden are found. They find themselves in a state of lack, a state of a lack of identity, a lack of purpose, a lack of direction, right? And so in this book, we start talking about the scientific method and they start talking about it. And the father, Sam, makes this statement that is just so powerful. I'm sorry, John Eldridge makes a statement that's so powerful. He says this. He says, as a people, we are experimentally oriented. All it takes is for a feeling to sweep over us or for something to seem true and we swallow it like a dog swallows the cookie dropped on the floor without ever chewing on it. Let's be real about this, guys. I mean, seriously, if we're going to follow the science, look at diets. How many times have we heard that the keto diet is the way that I can save my life? Our paleo diet is the new way to do it. How about the South Beach diet? What about the Atkins diet? What about this diet or that diet or this diet or that diet, right? I mean, they're sold to us day in and day out. Follow the science. Keto works. Follow the science. Paleo works. Follow the science. Calories in, calories out. We all know that's a load of bullshit because we know that a Snickers and an avocado both have the same amount of calories. Which one's jam-packed the sugar and which one's jam-packed the healthy fat? You can answer that question for yourself. We follow the science for diseases. We swallow it up, right? Oh my God, COVID's going to kill the world. Yeah, that didn't happen. We swallow with symptoms, right? Oh, my back hurts. I need, you know, I have a weak spine. Oh, I blew a disc. Oh, I slipped a joint. Oh, all these things that we say because we follow the science. Drugs work, right? I have a serotonin deficiency. That's why I'm depressed. Well, did the doctor ever measure the amount of serotonin in your brain? No. There's 400 receptors in the entire human body. And you want to tell me you can, you can pinpoint exactly where the deficit of serotonin is without ever taking a blood draw, a serum sample, or a cerebral spinal fluid evaluation? Come on. Let's follow the science. We all know that meniscus surgery doesn't work. 
We have a study after study after study in which people have a sham surgery performed and their knee recovers faster than anybody who ever has a meniscectomy. In my opinion, follow the science is nothing more but a distraction from actually seeing what the true science is. You see, I think that as a people, we have been conditioned to blindly accept something, to swallow the metaphorical cookie because we saw it on social media, because the news told us so, because CNN at five said two masks is better than one, according to Dr. Fauci, right? We have these Facebook miracles. Oh my God, ketogenic is so great. I lost a hundred pounds, right? But maybe that doesn't fit your lifestyle. Maybe that is not following the science for you because maybe you tried ketogenic and you gained 80 pounds, right? So does the science really work? Do we really follow it? Or is it just a little blanket that we like to put around ourselves so we can feel comfortable with all the other sheep that are in the herd with us? What the hell happened to faith and logic and reason? Do we just throw that out the door? Do we throw the baby out with the bathwater? Do we no longer know how to think and evaluate something in our lives? Can we not go into medical journals? Can we not look at statistics? Can we not go in and see that the very people who manufacture these diseases control the cure? And we wonder why we are so sick. True science has been thrown out the door. We no longer have a scientific method. We no longer have empirical research. We have biased lobbyists who are going in and trying to prove a point that maybe their you know, one in 5,000 studies shows that this little disease is cured by this little injection and yada, yada, yada. And then when all of a sudden, next thing we know, none of us are actually getting better. None of us are actually improving our immunity. None of us are improving our health because we've been led down the rabbit hole that we need to be stuck on drugs, stuck on surgery, Uh, consuming vaccines that are made from aborted babies, and we have no idea where the hell we're going because the media has led us down this path to becoming sheep. So here's my question for you because I like to follow the science. Whatever happened to compassion? Whatever happened to love? Whatever happened to smiling at another person? The gift of touch, a hug? shaking of a hand, an embrace. You see, when I think about following the science, I dive into the Bible. And many of you are going to be turned off by this because you think that, oh, here he goes, the Bible thumper, right? But I want you to stay with me on this, and I want you to listen to what I have to say. Because there's a story of Jesus Christ in so many of these parables and so many of these healings that he performs in which He looks upon that person with humility, with compassion, with love. And he looks at them and he says, stand up and rise. Or he says, your sins are forgiven, be healed. Or he says, uh, show yourself to the city officials. He goes into the leper and he embraces him, right? The very thing you shouldn't do because leprosy is a dangerous, dangerous disease and we're all going to die from it because it's passed via respiratory infection, kind of like COVID, right? But in every single one of these instances, did Christ have a double-blind controlled study that suggested that by merely spitting in the sand and rubbing mud into his eyes, that that person will no longer be blind? 
or that by licking his fingers and sticking them in the ears that you'd be able to hear, or that by touching your cloak, you would no longer have um, bleeding for 14 years of menstruation, right? Hemorrhaging of 14 years, or that he would go to the paralytic and said, rise, pick up your mat and walk. Your sins are forgiven. I haven't seen a single damn double-blind controlled study, yada, blada, bleh, that has been suggested that any one of these healings can take place. What I think has happened is that we have been subjected to the greatest political movement of science in our history. Supreme dictator Fauci doesn't know whether the masks are good or whether they are bad. But what he does know is that it keeps him in the limelight. It keeps our attention. It keeps us distracted from the decimation that is happening in our country of our health. You see, if I were in charge and we were going to start talking about ways to combat a virus, I would start talking about immunity. And what is immunity and where does it come from, right? We understand that immunity is within. It is not without. You don't add to it. You improve its function by giving it the necessary means and vitamins and supplements with exercise, with diet, with sunlight, with human touch, with community, with compassion, with upper cervical specific chiropractic care. That is how you build a healthy immune system. You don't build it by wearing a mask, by staying shut into your doors, by over sanitizing everything with all these chemicals that do nothing but destroy the human body. Immunity does not come from the outside. It is not something that is given to you in a vaccine. It is not given to you by wearing a mask, period, end of story. That is my story, and I'm sticking to it. I'm not moving from that rock. You see, because so many of us in this world need to understand that the world is out out to get you. They manufacture the disease. They manufacture their supposed cure. Well, then why is it that when you take vitamin D, A, and zinc, and you combine it into an IV and you inject it into your body, that you actually develop a stronger immune system, that you don't get COVID, that you get, you get a resilient body that can succumb to the stress of everyday life. Why is it that glutathione, which is the greatest anti-inflammatory in the system, is not preached about on a daily basis? Why are we not talking about nutrition while you know uh, McDonald's and Burger King and all these fast food restaurants are open, but we're going to close down church where God is the great physician and healer of all wounds? Why are we not talking about these things? Why are we not focused on how to build an immunity? Why do we not talk about this? I think it's because it's the harder path. I think it's because what happens is the sheeple don't want to be seeing the mirror in front of them. They don't want to see their reflection. They don't want to know that when they go out and eat that double bacon cheeseburger, that they're feeding the gut bacteria sugar. And sugar creates cancer. And if you can manifest cancer, you just created a $100 billion industry. And they will never, ever, ever give you a cure that will get rid of a $100 billion industry in which they can control not only the manufacturing of the disease, but also the manufacturing of chemo and radiation, of which does nothing to give you health or healing. That only does something to destroy your cells and your body. It's time we wake up, people. Follow the science is nothing but a load of bullshit that's being shoved down your throat. If you want to follow the true science, you have to look beyond the media. If you want to follow the true science, you have to look behind the politics. It's not about the, you know, the old man in office right now, you know, Sleepy Joe. And it's not about the orange man. 
And it's not about Supreme Dictator Fauci. You have to look beyond these people because they are not leaders in health. They are people who are in control and who do not want to succumb or give up that control. You see, my takeaway for you today is very, very simple, and I want to ask you, leave you with three very important statements. The first statement is this. Ask yourself, does this make sense? When somebody tells you you need to wear a mask, does this make sense? Right? When somebody tells you that you need a vaccine, ask yourself, does this make sense? When you have a 67% drop in cases in a one-month period, the fastest drop we have ever seen in COVID cases because a politician was elected into the office of the White House. Ask yourself, does this make sense? You see, in my world, statement number two is, there's only one truth. There's only one science to follow, and that is Jesus Christ. I look at him, his epitome of life, how he lived, what he did. There was no double-blind controlled study. There was no double-blind controlled study. There was no mask. There was no immunity. He loved. He loved in compassion. He loved with true love. Love with touch. Love with healing. Loved with the, the intention of the creator. See, in my world, when you follow the science, you understand that you don't have to wear a mask to heal the sick. Healing the sick simply starts with respecting each other as a human being and showing them true love and true compassion. So the next time you hear follow the science, I hope that you may have a different thought in your mind. And you may just remember to ask yourself, does this make sense?